the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. I have missed you. I hope that you had the best holiday season and you're feeling ready to attack 2022 with energy and giddiness. Um, as you know, or maybe maybe you didn't notice, I took last week off from the podcast so that I could be present with my my brother and my uncle who came to Denver to celebrate Christmas with us. And I was just telling Troy last night how it was truly the most amazing Christmas I can like I can ever remember. It was the first Christmas in our new home and we had guest rooms for everyone and the house was totally decorated and everything smelled like a Bed Bath & Beyond Christmas candle. Um, And if you grew up in a home like I did, where there was maybe a little drama and arguments around the holidays, maybe a little too much spiked eggnog, I don't know, then it feels oddly amazing to have a family get together where there's just none of that. So Yesterday, while I was putting away all the Christmas decorations, I was getting a little emotional, but in a good way, because I'm just so, I'm just so grateful for the memories we made and all the stuff, all the goodness we have in our lives. But okay, enough of the sappy stuff. Let's, let's get to work woman. All right. So today we are talking about three things that online coaches tell you all the time that are complete BS. And I know that that maybe sounds a little harsh, but I truly feel that these, these three things are incredibly overused, and in some cases, they can be somewhat damaging. So I'll share more about why I'm saying that um, a little later when I'm getting into each of them. Morning routines have been put on this pedestal as this magic solution to everything, and it is false. Um, I remember once listening to this podcast Uh, And the guy was sharing his morning routine. And I kid you not, it must have been around two to three hours long. It started before he got out of bed where he would lay there and do his gratitude statements and then a whole series of affirmations. And then he would would place his bare feet on the ground and do what is called a grounding exercise where you imagine like roots coming from your feet into the ground to center to balance yourself on this earth. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And I I kept thinking like all this just to get out of bed. This is a lot. And I don't remember everything that happened next, but I do know it included, he had a morning workout, a morning meditation session, an ice bath soak, uh, followed by journaling in his gratitude journal, and then writing down his intentions for the day. And it was just all this before shower and breakfast. (laughs) Right. And that sounds like heaven, I guess, to some people. Um, he obviously does not have kids. Maybe maybe he has a goldfish. I don't know. But it sounded like he was, it was like the peaceful two to three hours that he needed to kickstart his day. And for me personally, I was thinking like, this sounds painful, <laughs> like, and a lot of work. And that's because a morning routine is not a one size fits all type of thing. There are going to be those of you who crave consistency and routine, 
And for you, a morning routine is a really good idea. You should create one and it can be as short or as long as you want. The universe, surprisingly, doesn't give out awards for how long your morning routine is. And maybe yours is as simple as making the bed, which we all know it's vital to do each morning. It sets the tone for finishing what you start. Um, And then after you make the bed, maybe you make coffee and shower while planning out your day mentally. Like that can be your morning routine. But there are also personality types that inherently don't love routine and being so structured. In fact, like that kind of regimented structure each and every day can feel suffocating to some people. And if that does feel like you, then just know that you aren't missing some secret organizational like business weapon if you create a morning process that looks different. This is about creating something that works for you. So ask yourself three things. Number one, do I like structure in the morning? Number two, would I benefit from a little structure in the morning? And number three, what sounds like a great morning routine for me in my life right now? And then go from there. But just know you don't need, I'm doing air quotes, need to have it. It can help you. It can hurt some people, but only you know what a good one would look and feel like for you. So check in with yourself and go from there. Okay, moving on to the number two thing that online coaches tell you all the time that is completely BS is that you can build a full-time business working just a couple hours a week. And I'm guessing you've probably seen these types of promises on social media and they always kind of make me cringe. Like telling someone that they can build a six-figure business with not a lot of actual time or energy is just wrong. And I actually, I actually get a little fired up about it. That's like telling someone you can lose a hundred pounds and still eat whatever you want. It sounds great. I mean, it sounds awesome. But if we're thinking logically, we know deep down that something sounds too good to be true. Like it's, it's a little fishy. Um, or let's say you want to run a marathon in 2022. Awesome. So you begin looking at marathon training guides online and you, you come across one that says, run a marathon under two hours and only train for 20 minutes a week. <laughs> at first, you might think, I found the one. This is totally up my alley. I can do 20 minutes a week. But because you're smart, you quickly do the math and realize that, hey, this isn't adding up. You know, you'll need to train way more than just 20 minutes a week if you want to run a marathon successfully, let let alone in world record time. Because we all have a frame of reference when it comes to running, right? Even if it's just your experience from running the mile in gym class growing up, anyone else have to do that? Like, you know, from just that one experience that you're going to need a more robust and realistic training program if you're going to run a marathon. But the problem with building a business online is that most people don't really have a frame of reference to compare it to. If you've never built an online business before, then it's not unreasonable to think, well, I can give over a couple hours a week. So that means I I can build a business, but it just doesn't work that way. Like you, you can't build a six figure online business in one year while working two hours a week. The only, and I mean, maybe the only exception I can think of is if you're really, really good at playing roulette. But other than that, nope. And I just, and I, how do I say this? 
I don't mean you can't create a six-figure online business and then really cut back on your hours after you've already built it. That's the dream for most of us, right? Is to create freedom of time to do what you want with your days. But we have to think of it like a freight train pulling out of the station. It's very, very slow at first. And there is a ton of energy being exerted to make this enormous train move even just a foot. It's painfully slow, but the pistons, they keep cranking with consistency and effort. If you can see my hands right now, I'm pumping them. Um, This is like the beginning stages of your online business. You are learning so much and your your to-do list only gets longer and hours are flying by like seconds. Like time doesn't exist, but you keep showing up and you keep failing forward and doing the work because you are committed to the process. And going back to the train, after about a half mile, the pistons, they've already picked up so much momentum and strength and things are flowing so much easier. All of a sudden, the train is cruising at 55 miles per hour and barely any additional effort is needed just to maintain the speed because momentum and gravity are doing their magic. And this happens to you also in your business. Over time and with much consistent effort and action, like you will have created a well-oiled machine that's just operating on autopilot. You don't need nearly the same level of energy and output to maintain the growth you've created. And like that is the part where you can choose to outsource or delegate certain aspects of your business and kick back and create, oh, the four-hour work week. Like now you could work fewer hours, but it's just a cold, unsexy truth that you'll never get the train out of the station working two hours a week. Or maybe you could build like a little Lego train with two hours. I don't know. Just not one of those big six-figure steamrolling ones. And, you know, you don't need to give up your entire life here. I built both of my online businesses while working full-time. It is absolutely possible, and I am teaching women exactly how to do it and where to focus, but I'll never, ever tell you, just give me two hours a week and you'll build your dream. And gosh, be very wary of anyone who makes a claim like that. Okay, the last one, the number three thing that online coaches tell you all the time that is completely BS is it's complicated. They overcomplicate it. So, okay, here's the truth that most coaches probably don't want people to know. And that is, it's not complicated. Well, it doesn't have to be complicated. Some people seem to almost get off with making things complicated, but that's not me. So I'll give you a few examples and you can see if you recognize any of them. Your 15-page guide to create the ultimate email funnel or... 23 things to ask yourself before you choose your brand colors or how to create the perfect opt-in in 35 steps. You get the point. They're taking something that's actually pretty straightforward and making it sound complicated as a part of their packaging. It's marketing, but it makes sense, right? If I have never made an email nurture sequence series before, Um, for my new business and I'm sitting down all excited to get started writing. And then all of a sudden I see a post saying, here are the nine deadly mistakes you're making with your email nurture sequence. I'm I'm probably going to freak out. Oh, and it's only $36. Well, I better buy that. I don't want to make these mistakes, right? I mean, they're deadly. I could die, (laughs) but 
You get my point. It can be an email nurture sequence, a landing page, an Instagram profile. It doesn't really matter. I just want to encourage you to think of building an online business today, like creating your very own Bob Ross painting. Like there are a ton of colors you can use, but you don't need to use them all. In fact, you probably shouldn't. And like Bob Ross said, we don't have mistakes. We just have happy accidents. You're going to learn as you go. And that's what makes the painting so beautiful in the end. But we never create a painting if we never pick up a brush. So do not let anyone convince you that starting any online business is complicated uh, or you need this 350 page PDF. It's not like you can do this. So on that note, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the first episode of Dare to Decide for 2022. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.